Hello, people. Uh, it's your friend Greggy popping in here for a quick message at the beginning of the show. First of all, I forgot to ever say on this episode <laughs> that we're doing a theme month on Podcaster Wonderful. Uh, it is Murder May. It's murder. All about uh, the true crime podcasts out there. Uh, there's five weeks in this month, so we're going to cover five different true crime podcasts. And uh, I hope you like it, and I hope you're not too spooked and scared by all the grisly murders. And then the second thing is, okay, I've gone ahead and done it. I decided to go ahead and do a Patreon, okay? It's out there. You can go to uh, donate2paw.win. That's the quick way to get there, or you could just go to um, patreon.com slash wonderful. I was thinking of doing a Kickstarter or possibly like an Indiegogo this summer at some point. Uh, to for some new audio equipment and then you know sometime in the future some far-flung future doing a patreon but I decided to be brave and uh, just go for it and I wanted to start a patreon before you know everyone was completely patreoned out which is possible I'm already too late for who knows it was tough to decide to do it uh, just because it's hard to give up the joy in being able to make fun of other people for uh, <laughs> jumping on the Patreon bandwagon and stuff like that. But there are several reasons why it would be good for the show. Uh, obviously, you know, money is great, but I could save up for that audio equipment. Uh, ideally, maybe if we get up, you know, Alex could get an allowance out of it and stuff. It would be cool. So I'm just going to go through the Patreon rewards real quick. I've only got a few up there, and if you have any ideas for them, or if you'd like to see changes, or you'd like clarification, send me an email, podcastforwonderful at gmail.com, or hit me up on Twitter at the Greggiest, or you can friend me on Facebook. The only thing I do with uh, Facebook is just make sure you're a real person and not a robot, so if you have, you know, a couple other friends and stuff like that, and, uh some real information i will add you on facebook it's no big deal um but yeah so send me a message anywhere there if you have any ideas if you'd like to see changes at all um and we can talk it over so the the first reward i've got is a five dollar per month donation um that gives you access to the podcast for wonderful patreon rss feed uh we're gonna do at least one extra episode per month I've got a goal up as well for $100 to pump that up to two episodes per month. Uh, and we'll keep doing that until we get up to, you know, four episodes a month and, uh, you know, a real premium Patreon podcast feed. Uh, the second tier is a $10 a month and uh, you'll receive a physical podcast for wonderful magnet you can hang on your fridge. Um, I'm going to put a picture of that up on uh, the website as well on the patreon as well so you can see all those magnets that I've got made I've got 30 of them for now and then after that we can maybe see about getting a new set done um, and the idea is you'll get you'll get a magnet for your first month and then after that if you want to drop it back down to the five dollar per month or whatever that's up to you if you want to leave it at 10 and be you know a, a super fan that would be awesome as well and then when I get new magnets a new set of magnets maybe we'll see about you know, you could bump back up, or if you're a $10 already, uh, I could send you a new one, whatever. Uh, $20 per, per month, you pick the podcast. You tell me what podcast episode you want us to review on the show, and we do it. Um, this is a first-come, first-served thing, and it's also going to be limited to a certain number of those per month. And also, 
uh, you know, that's just your first month. You get to pick one, and then if you want, you can drop down or whatever. Uh, same as with the magnet. Um, that one is kind of nakedly a pay-to-play thing. <laughs> like, if if I, I receive emails from people asking me to review their podcast, and I, I say, I'm going to put that in the list, and if a guest wants to do that one, we'll definitely toss that in there, no problem. But if you want to jump to the head of the line, yeah, I mean, the Doughboys can't be bought, but maybe I can. We, we can do that for you. Uh, you know you're guaranteed an 8, 9, or 10, and you can put a, any out-of-context blurb you want from the podcast on your website. That's up to you. That's no problem. I, I, you know, obviously it's going to be a real episode, and I can't force my guests to say anything. Knowing me, I'll try, probably try not to be too mean about it, but... Obviously, Alex has no filter. You don't know what my guests are going to say. So that's up to you. You also, with with every every one of these $5 or more donations, you get access to the RSS feed. Uh, $50, be our guest. Um, you get to be on podcasts or wonderful. Uh, if you've ever been, you know, listening to the show and you just, oh, you want to talk so bad. You want to get your voice in there. Um, you want to take a crack at being a, a crazy character or whatever. Uh, that's totally possible. You can do it. Uh, you, you, I mean, also, if you just request to be on, it's possible that could happen as well. But usually I, I, I want to know the person a little bit at least so that I don't bring them on and they just, you know, start saying racist things to my son or anything like that. Uh, so you can skip all the, uh, well, okay, now it, it seems like you're paying $50 just to troll me and, uh, uh, wreck my son's mind, but, um, I hope that you would not be that sort of person. Uh, I, I don't, I guess $50 is a good enough amount of money that people aren't going to just throw that away on a joke, hopefully. Yeah, like I said, this is another one of the first come first serve type of things, limited per month, and it's not recurring. I mean, if you... I don't want to. I don't want to get four fifty dollar reward winners, and they um, are the guests every month for the rest of time, just because they pay for the podcast. But you can bump back down to whatever reward you want. That's fine. Um, and yeah, those are the rewards. Uh, like I said, if you have any ideas, we can see about adding those in there. There's plenty of room for more. I guess something a more costly physical item like a t-shirt or something like that a we would have to find a good design b you know i i would have to see how successful this whole thing is and also uh i'm not i'm, I'm going to try not to look at this patreon for the next couple of days just so i don't tear my hair out um and i hope people actually take part in it and i <laughs> don't check in in four days and see oh zero subscribers oh that's cool uh but i i think uh hopefully that won't be the case uh, i saw some numbers recently that led me to believe there are a lot more listeners than i had assumed there were uh which is amazing thank you so much for listening and then uh the last thing i wanted to say is absolutely thank you for listening I i'm so grateful for everyone who does i love it when anyone reaches out for to me uh, for any reason about the show, it's great. I mean, if, if you've already hit your Patreon limit, uh, if you could maybe think about sharing the show on, you know, your social media, your Twitter, your Facebook, whatever, uh, telling a friend in real life about it, that would also be awesome. Or even just leaving an iTunes review if you haven't done that yet. Um, all of those things re would really help. This is my favorite thing to do, to be honest. I mean, 
Uh, I, I really love to do it. I love listening to podcasts, obviously. Um, I love hanging out with my son and, uh, you know, trying to embarrass him in front of my friends and stuff like that. Uh, it's really fun. And I love you. Thank you. Goodbye. Here's the show. I hope you love it. You will. And welcome to Podcasts Are Wonderful, episode 126. My name is Greggy Hochstetler, and this week we're going to be talking about My Favorite Murder, episode 18, featuring Karen Kilgareth and Georgia Hardstark. Uh, but before we get to that, we're going to talk to our guests, and I'm really excited. I've got one of my all-time idols uh, on the show today. We've got uh, this man, you know him from, uh, he, he was on so many TV shows, but especially, you know him from Jackass. Uh, please welcome to the show, Steve-O. Hey guys, this is Steve-O. Oh man, Steve-O, it's so cool hearing your voice finally on my podcast. This is amazing. Hey Greggy, happy to be on your podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad to have you on here. Hey, d- 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 this is going to sound a little weird, but can I just ask, do you mind if I drop this voice? I know it's like my TV persona, but it fucking kills my throat, man. Oh wow, I didn't even realize it was a... a- like a character, yeah. Go ahead and drop it. Oh, thank God, man. Oh, whew. yeah. No, that it's tough. I've been doing that voice basically twenty four hours a day for like twenty years. Oh, it. My throat is in shreds. Jeez, yeah. I've always thought that. Like when I was seeing you on TV and stuff, I was like, "Wow, what what is going on with this guy's voice?" I assumed it was because, uh, you know, you had just done so many drugs and stuff, and. Yeah, well, I mean, you're you're dead on. That's that's the character. That's the persona that people want to see. That's what I've been doing. Like, oh, this this like totally gnarly dude who does tons of drugs and like smokes Drano and you know that. So basically, that's what people expect. But I, it's such a relief. Oh, such wow. a relief not to have to do it. Oh man, I can go into this. I, I have so many questions about this, but uh, I I feel like I'm being rude to my other guests. I've got two more of a. Let's welcome to the show, uh, you know this woman, as uh, one of the most famous murderers in history. Uh, please welcome to the show, Lizzie Borden. Hi, people. Um, let's just say alleged murderers. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, that was rude of me to say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I was never convicted, so. Oh, I didn't realize that, okay. Yeah. Convicted in song. Yeah, exactly. I mean, public opinion, sure, whatever, and. I, I can let you guys know all about what happened that fateful day, but, um, but you know, legally I was never convicted of this murder. Okay. I'll keep that in mind, and I, I won't try to, like, incriminate you in anything. Of course, I couldn't because you're saying you didn't do it, or you're not oh, saying no, that I either. Oh, no, I did it. I oh. did it. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, but, okay. you know, still... Uh, no one has to. I'm just. I'm sharing that with you guys because we're close or whatever. But okay. yeah, no one. No one has to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I dropped my drop my character for a minute here. It's we're all. It's all good. We're all friends. Yeah, yeah. this is a safe space, right? Like we're being real here. Mm-hmm. 
And then thirdly, okay, so you may have noticed that it's really creaky and uh, spooky sounding in here right now where I'm recording. Um, that's because I am uh, house-sitting for some millionaires. Um, they have this weird, big, drafty house. Uh, they asked me to come watch their house. Um, they have a, they have a little doll that I'm supposed to treat like a human being. So I thought, oh, I'll have the doll on the show. Everybody say hello to the doll Brahms. Here he is. Oh. Wait. What? That wasn't oh, from the doll. That was from inside the walls? That's, it's a talking doll? That's... I mean, I guess they're millionaires. They can afford a talking doll. Okay, this is really creepy. Uh, a little boy just crawled out from some slats in the wall. What? Huh? He's like 18. Oh, well, not a little boy then. <laughs> this, this young man. This is weird. Like, oh, he came out of the fireplace. That's why. Is he a little young man or is he like full-size young man? Because I work with a guy who's a grown man, but he's very small. He's he's like tall and stuff, but he's very skinny. I guess you have to be to live inside the walls of a house. Um, yeah, I wanted to crawl out through the slats. Okay, so he his name must not be Brahms then since that was the name of the doll. Uh, what's your name, the sir? The doll is named after me. Oh, so they knew you were here? Yes, on the sun. And that's why they made me set out food for the doll yes. and stuff. You know, I should have thought of that when the, the food would always end up missing. I just I just assumed I walked through and ate it without realizing <laughs> at some point. That's the thing you I do. Very big. I'm I'm a huge dude, yeah. Yeah, who can keep track of food? Right, exactly. I, I feel like I'm not freaking out enough about this. Wow, you've been here this whole time? Yes. So you... Have you been watching me? Yes. Okay, so you saw what I was doing earlier, huh? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Tell, tell, your, tell your mom I'm sorry. Or maybe just don't tell her about that at all. Yeah, maybe don't. we could be uh, <laughs> buds like that by the end of this. Um, we don't have to go into details, though. Especially not on the podcast. Thank you for uh, your indiscre- or your discretion, not your indiscretion. That'd be the opposite of what I want. Um, but Steve-O, you take a lot of abuse on on like Jackass and on these TV shows. But then it turns out that was a character. Like, was that were those? Oh all no, staged? I really no. I take the abuse. Um, but it's a performance. It's uh, I guess I don't know. Performance art is the right term i don't know i've been doing it so long it's hard to really wrap my head around but but no i really do do all that stuff but i i mean i just i don't do any drugs i really like to see a man who could take a hit to the head you know what i mean (laughs) well i mean we'll probably cover this later but it's a great way to turn someone into a serial killer that's true that is really (laughs) true concussions Okay, now are you trying to uh, admit something here, uh, Steve? Did you? <laughs> oh no, 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 not at all. I just am a big fan of this podcast we're about to listen to. So, oh, okay, it's hard for me not to uh, sort of gush about mm-hmm. all the stuff they talk about. And uh, yeah, getting hit in the head. I have not yet become a serial killer, but <laughs> I certainly have gotten hit in the head enough times. So yeah, it's I like might always, work always on keep those windows, time. always keep those options open. You know, right? There's Who still knows? time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I think the other is I guess I got to start wetting the bed and uh-huh. uh, lighting fires. But and yeah, getting hit in the head. Is... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want to do that. I'm, okay, I'm don't right lighting fires is I my thing. Say... Oh, you like to light fires, Browns? 
Yes. Okay. Are you a serial killer? Yes. Oh. <laughs> What's that you're holding my, behind your back there? No, don't tell me. It'll what be a surprise what? for later. What did you say? What are you holding behind your back there? Uh, nothing. <laughs> uh, Lizzie. Yeah. So you murdered your parents, huh? Yeah. I mean, my dad and my stepmom. I mean, she wasn't okay. my mom, you know, so. What happened to your real mom? She died. Uh, I mean, no, I didn't kill her. She died Mm. just of natural causes. I was quite distraught, actually. It was very upsetting. And then pretty quick after she died, my dad hooked up with this gold-digging hussy. And I just did not like her at all. She was, like, giving all of our land away to her family. And it just was total BS. And my dad was just, like, cutting me and my sister out of the deal entirely. Oh, that's so this, this is about money is why you killed them. Well, no, I just really didn't like them at that point. You just got pissed off. Yeah. Like, but, you know, I did make quite a, a lot of money off of the situation. Oh, really? How did you do that? <laughs> well, I inherited my dad's land along with my sister. And then on top of that, uh, you know, everyone wanted the rights to my story. Everyone. It was like people hounding me to like write books about it, you know, newspaper interviews and all of this. So I was in the limelight. Maybe that's something you can think about, Brahms. You're a young guy. (laughs) You could, maybe they could, maybe they could make a movie about your story. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? Anything could happen. Um, I would highly recommend killing your dad. Just saying. Oh, I've already done that. Well, okay. I'm more kind of forced them to, I thought suicide. they went on vacation. Oh, no. They they went on vacation, then they killed themselves. <laughs> While they were on vacation? Yes. Oh, man. They put rocks in their pockets and walked into a lake. Jeez. Can I float a crazy idea? If if I've been hit on the head and Brahms likes lighting fires, then we just need somebody who wets the bed and somebody who's cruel to animals, and we could team up to be a serial killer. I mean, I actually am all of those. Oh, well, never mind then. You've got it covered. Well, also, I wet the bed, and uh, from what I hear, Greggy's very allergic to cats and dogs, so... Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. Well, I have to stay away from them. I, I can't abuse them. Maybe, like, lizards or something? <laughs> like, I could get some fish and not feed them, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. (laughs) (laughs) How could you be that cruel to an animal? Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know if I even want to be a serial killer, to be honest. Oh, it's so fun. Oh. Everyone's scared of you. You simply must do it sometime. (laughs) It's a great way to get on podcasts, or at least be the topic of podcasts. Right, that's true. There are a ton of murder podcasts right now. Steve, for not being a serial killer, you're strangely fine with this. Well, I mean, I like the idea of it intellectually. Is this a sting operation? No, I'm just, I mean, I'm just trying to be open-minded. You're into some freaky stuff. I'm a guy who's kind of up for whatever. That's kind of the whole, that is 100% of my deal. Um, But the cruelty to fish. (laughs) I just did a stunt a few years ago where I was protesting SeaWorld. And I actually, like, I messed up their big, like, billboard sign, and I climbed on a, uh, what was it, a crane? I did jail time to protest cruelty to animals at SeaWorld. So I don't 
Uh, Is that I think you should feed your fish, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm a big animal rights activist, especially for fish, so... <laughs> um, well, technically, I don't even have any fish currently. I'd have to allergic. buy the fish just... Well, yeah, I'm allergic to fish. <laughs> yeah, I hate having... A, they, they make me sneeze. You are? No, of course not. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um so steve steve oh, i'm sorry steve oh what's up I, I was wondering you dropped that character really quick like are you thinking about like uh moving away from it or i don't know i, I i'm struggling with whether it's the time to drop it or if it's more important than ever that i keep doing this character with the political economic climate i mean i don't know like I kind of feel like, what's the point anymore? Yeah, when we've got this this madman in the White House doing all these crazy stunts every day anyway, who needs a jackass? We've got a jackass in the White House, right, Brahms? Sure. What's uh, the White House? <laughs> you don't know what the White House is? No. I said How long have you been living in these walls? Uh, since I was five. I didn't start school. Why didn't they let you go to school? Because supposedly I died in a fire. What's it like in the walls? It's like a... Uh hallways that are just wide enough for you to walk in uh-huh. and tall enough that I had to stoop a little bit and uh-huh. stoop. Uh, yeah, the stoop is right. Okay. Do you always sleep on your side? Well, I have one room that's not on the like, you can't get to without getting the walls. Mm-hmm. That's where I sleep. Well, there is technically a door to it. Mm. But uh, the, the sign on the, the outside of it says no jerking off in here, so I never went in. <laughs> <laughs> that must be my grandma's room. That she had a... to deal with uh with my dad a long time ago. Although um I can get into her dresser through a door in the back through the walls. Your mom's dresser? My grandma's. Oh. When she comes to visit. Oh, she still like... comes here sometimes. Yes. She's single. <laughs> She's like eighty-two. How old are you? That doesn't answer the question, though. <laughs> Don't leave me angry. She's a widow. <laughs> Even better. You know she likes to fuck. Oh, my God. That's up. Okay, I gotta stop. Uh, so it's a pretty good deal to... Uh, <laughs> pretty good deal to only have one room that you can't jerk off in. <laughs> At my house, there's a sign that says, no jerking off outside this room. Like basically, it's just one room, and everywhere else, I'm not supposed to. You have that in the bathroom, or oh, it's a crawl space. Okay. I'm from the Victorian area era, so no one could jerk off anywhere ever. Oh, jeez. I know it was a Do you horrible have any time. Other job besides being a murderer? Well, you know, uh, ladies. I was a lady of some, you know, class, and um, late upper class ladies didn't really work in my day, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of lived out my life as an old maid. You didn't chop wood oh, or anything? Yeah. <laughs> I love chopping wood and sharpening my axe. But just a hobby. You didn't do it for just, a living. Just a hobby. So, so you never met that special someone? No. Oh, that's Steve-o, did do you have any other jobs besides being an actor? Yeah. Um, I actually have done a lot of stuff. Um, so I started the jackass thing i mean i didn't start it by myself there were some of the other guys um we met when we were all in graduate school at nyu uh so i was a grad student in art history um and i met these other guys 
and we set up the the sort of jackass thing as a one-time performance but um oh yeah what was it it was uh there was so johnny knoxville you're probably familiar with him um Mm -hmm. he was a grad student in philosophy um and then we man the little the midget from our performance crew was an economics grad student and we would hang out so that was that was my original plan was to be an art historian or or an artist but yeah i also am wondering what is, what is your favorite artist well, we were really inspired. I mean, I was inspired, but I, I, I think I managed to get the other guys pretty psyched about it, too, about uh, Andy Warhol and his whole sort of salon where he uh, he would gather together, you know, artists and innovators and just exciting thinkers from a variety of different fields, and they it's would collaborate. Well, that was what we were trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Like we had a philosophy behind what we were doing, and we wanted to take it into public space and make people think. And uh, so it really—I mean, we were modeling ourselves after Andy Warhol and Lou Reed, and you know, and that and that whole movement of sort of avant-garde pop culture. I guess expressing about our feelings about society. So, but I've also been a clown. Uh, I worked. I went to clown college. Uh, Ringling Brothers Clown College, yeah. Um, and I'm a rapper. Not a good rapper by any by any stretch, but uh Especially with the voice. Yeah. Oh, God. No, that's miserable. <laughs> I have to do it in, like, 30-second bursts and then take, take like, a day off. Well, Lizzie, like, uh, you don't really qualify as a serial killer. You only killed your parents, right? There's only two people. Yeah, usually serial killer is more than two people. But, um, you know, I, I'm just considered a murderer, I guess. Just a plain old murderer. <laughs> Well, the population was a lot less back then. So, like, two people in whatever that was, like, 1700s, 1800s, that's, like, seven people now. Um, yeah, the, with inflation, I guess that would be seven people. <laughs> yeah. To be a serial killer now, you have to kill three people without them knowing who you are. So they I guess can I'm know who you killer. are. <laughs> have you killed other people? Uh, so, which one do you know about? I don't know about any of them. I know your parents committed suicide. I knew I, guess, I came here because I got a letter. It, so you're most likely going to be another one. That'll <laughs> be, I'm pretty sure, five. Yes. Oh, so you, Yeah, that's counting your chickens before they're hatched, though. You have, He's not dead yet. Okay. <laughs> and I'm very hard to kill. <laughs> sure. Um, in the fire I supposedly died in, I killed two of my best friends. Okay. That's legit. Did this house burn down? Uh, no. It was a different house. Yes. It, well, and then your parents had this house built with the really wide walls so you could live in those? Yes. They rebuilt the walls to make it so I could be... Because it burnt down and then they rebuilt it. It's a different... Uh-huh. Completely different. Why didn't they just leave that, that room by itself and then just when people came over, they were like, you just stay in your room? Well, I wouldn't like that. I could uh-huh. anyways. 
and yeah. I'd probably kill the people that were You know, I thought it was weird when those, like, uh, 60-year-old people had a 5-year-old doll son they wanted me to watch. Yeah. That... I mean, uh, the watching the doll was a little weird, too, but, you know, rich people, they're not like yeah. you and me. Well, like me, anyway, you're yes, rich. I am, technically. Since they're dead, I technically, since I'm still alive, get their, all their money. Have you ever heard about those uh, people who have monkey babies? It's like they have a monkey. Monkeys. Have... Monkeys are, you're thinking of. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and they they have a monkey and they pretend it's their baby. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. Yeah. I mean, so maybe they, you know, I, I, I think it would be if someone was like, can you watch my doll baby? I'd be like, oh, these people are cuckoo, but I'll, I'll do it, you know. I've heard of monkeys having, like, they give a monkey a doll in the zoo. Like, the monkey loses its real baby, and they give it a doll, and it treats it like it's a baby. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is all, this this all has precedent. Yeah, it seems pretty normal. Sure. No, not weird at all. If they asked me to babysit a monkey, I don't know if I would agree to that. Why not? Uh, because Wait, those monkeys... You, like you do to me. <laughs> to my doll. I didn't know you were there. <laughs> I thought I was alone in the house, okay? She didn't move at all. Yeah. We, remember, we said we weren't going to talk about what happened before we started recording. Oh, yeah. Also, I, I'd be afraid that the, the monkey would like decide to rip my face off or something because they're not humans. Well, there are small monkeys, like rhesus monkeys and stuff. The, the only reason why I know about this is because I used to watch a TLC show called My Monkey Baby. Wait, so if you're from Vic- the Victorian times... How are you, like, watching TV shows and stuff like that? Or on this podcast, for that matter. You should be dead. Um, I mean, I am dead. I'm a ghost. (laughs) Duh. Yeah. Brahms. Sorry. But ghosts get bored, too, and they like to watch TV. I've heard of the show Jackass, but right now, on this show, we've got a dumbass. (laughs) Oh, brutal. Uh, Wait, what are you pulling off behind your back? Uh, no, put that back behind your back. I don't want to see it yet. Show me later. Yeah, a lot of times we'll have guests that people think are dead or whatever, but it turns out they're not dead or they live forever. But this time we have an actual ghost. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, most of the time I just don't delve into how they're on the show that much. But... So, yeah, what is, what is being a ghost like? It must be boring if you're just watching TLC all day. I mean, it is really boring. I mean, like, you can only do so much. Most people can't see you, so you're just kind of, like, wandering around with these people. And then um, you're kind of stuck in one location, so just kind of wander around the house that I grew up in. And, I, you know, sometimes I don't even like the people that live there but I just have to deal with it and hang out with them all the time. Are you able to, like, haunt them and spook them to leave if you don't like them? Well, sometimes, you know, they get spooked, but sometimes they're like, oh, it's an old house, it's got creaks, oh, that was a tree branch, you know, hitting the window, or, oh, you know. My TV they... keeps flipping back to my monkey baby, and <laughs> we don't know yeah. why. <laughs> they're, they're like... Oh, it just must be something wrong with the receiver or something. It's like, no, I want to watch my monkey baby. Quit changing it. Steve-O, so when you, when you got your name writ, uh, tattooed on your butt so that you could tell people, you know, I've got your name tattooed on my ass, um, or when you got your own portrait tattooed on your back, like, was that for the character or was that just because you like those things? No, it's all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
but that's the character. So I committed to be a character who just does all the most degrading, just ridiculous, pointless shit. And that was, I mean, that was the premise. Like it was, it started out, I mean, so we had a philosopher, an economist, we had me to, for the art side of things. And we were talking just about jobs and like the economy in America's like puritanical work ethic that all this nonsense that like your, your value only comes from the work you do. And it's like, okay, well, let's do a statement. Let's do a statement about how basically if you are doing a job just to live, you have to degrade yourself and do this physically demanding, demeaning bullshit. Let's take that to the extreme and have this, you know, like I'll staple my scrotum to my leg or I'll get a tattoo from a guy. Staple, on a... staple my scrotum to my leg. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't do drugs. That's also part of the character, but <laughs> I don't really do drugs. So imagine doing that sober. Like, so we're just, we're I did just... staple my scrotum to my leg. We're not going to talk about that at all. <laughs> but that makes you uncomfortable, Brahms? We're not going to talk about it at all? Like... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, I watched it. I loved Jackass. I have to tell you, Steve-O. Like, I used to watch it all the time. I saw two of the movies. There's only two, right? So I saw both of them. And, uh, man, I... I really just admired your work and the fact that you committed so hard to this character that it, it went into your daily life. I mean, you have those tattoos permanently. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, Andy Kaufman really wrestled those ladies. Like, (laughs) you know, you, you immerse yourself like you, 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 you're in deep cover basically. That's how I thought of it. Like being a deep cover undercover agent or something like you, you can't ever give up because people are always watching you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, honestly, the, this podcast is a huge relief just to cast it off for a second. Nobody listens to this, right? Like, people aren't going to... Well, a couple people do, but don't worry about it. Well, it's not a big deal. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I kind of revealed a pretty big secret, too. Like, <laughs> you know, I got acquitted, and I, I, you know, blamed a lot of other people for those murders. I really don't want anyone knowing I did it. <laughs> well, it's uh, you're also dead, so no one can do anything about it. That's true. Oh, but I but I have a reputation to uphold. I am a lady <laughs> of class and wealth. You know what I mean? Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, your reputation is more of an axe murderer these days. <laughs> I don't know if that's you. Clear, are you but... serious? People oh yeah, did it. It's a very popular song about you. What? Tell, sing me the song. What is it? Uh, Lizzie Borden. Well, it's not much of a song. It's pretty short. But Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her parents 40 wax. And I don't know if there's more than that. But I, yeah, now everybody knows that. 40 wax. Okay, well, it wasn't 40. I was going to say, I, are you a muscular woman? That's my, a lot of wax. <laughs> my stepmom maybe got 10, you know. And then my dad, I think it was probably like 12 or something. Yeah, so they should really rewrite that song. Yeah, twenty-two yeah. wet. No, that's. I'm pretty disappointed. Well, it's hard to rhyme that. Well, you didn't rhyme the no forty doesn't rhyme in that song anyway. Yeah, took an axe forty. Yeah, took an axe, gave her parents twenty-two wax. Well, the syllables wouldn't that wouldn't match up. That's the true. It doesn't scan. One word. Yeah. Twenty-two is two. 
Well, but what, the way I see it is, if your reputation isn't being a murderer, you don't. There's no reason to have a reputation. Oh. Wait. So you're? Are you saying I should own it? I mean, you yes. seem to really own your like negative re- reputation. Yep. Mhm. Okay. Course, Gosh, of course this is liberating. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess I need to just like be proud of who I am and yep, be what proud I've of done. Murdering people. Yeah, immerse yourself in it. Staple your scrotum to your leg if that's what it takes. <laughs> I don't have one, but I wish I did now. Uh, takes staple somebody's scrotum to your leg. Okay. Um, that will scare them from your house. Lizzie, was it a relief when you finally died and you could stop pretending to search for the real murderers? Yeah, I mean, I lived pretty long, especially for the time I died in my 60s. So um, it was a relief to die for many reasons. I mean, my teeth had rotted out. Um, I was having gallbladder issues. It was all really rough. But... Um, I, I do have to say, me and my sisters did live a pretty good life after the murders. I mean, I think I did the whole family a service. Um, so it, I, I do. I the am whole family. <laughs> <laughs> well, my sister, anyways. Oh, okay. I mean, the whole family after. Right, yeah. right. I guess yeah. No, fair enough. Um, and so I really think that, uh, it was only a small amount of my time that I'd be like, Oh, uh, have you checked this guy? (laughs) You know? And then that would last like a couple months. And then later on I'd be like, what about that dude? And they'd check him out. You know, there wasn't that much time. We have a guy who was acquitted, um, but who probably did it. And he wrote a book about, what he would have done if he had actually done the murder. Are you aware oh, of this, Lizzie? Yeah, you're talking about OJ. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I was, like, glued to the TV during that trial. I could not <laughs> turn away. I was like, yes, this is exactly like me. Like, this is what I went through. Because, like, the, I was a media sensation, too. You mm-hmm. know? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no doubt. And and so I was like, oh, yeah, he definitely did it. Like, I knew from the moment. I was like, oh, yeah, that Bronco Chase, guilty. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But so were you sympathetic to him? I feel like most of us watch it and are sympathetic to the people who got murdered. Well, I knew he would get off. Uh, I <laughs> I just was like, he just like me, he's got charm. Everyone loves him, you know, like. And I just think I just knew he'd get off. So I, I was I was a little sympathetic to him. I was rooting for him. But that being said, I also in my day fought for uh, I, I was mostly angry at my dad and stepmom because I what didn't really have any rights and wasn't really able to do my own thing. So it's like I'm often on the side of the woman. I was like, I know he's going to get off, but that's shitty what he did to his wife. Yeah. So what was this podcast we listened to? Hey, we're not we're not there yet. I, I got one more question for Steve-O. Um, Steve-O, I was wondering, like, so you were always in character, but then you also did a lot of acting. Like, on the OC, you were first Marine. Um, on the show, Dr. Steve-O, you played the role of Dr. Steve-O. Uh, and then well, I did finish grad school. I, I am a doctor. Oh, It's actually okay. Doctor Dr. O. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So that wasn't really a character. That was just you. I, it wasn't. It wasn't because I'm. I mean, 
I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a doctor of art history. <laughs> okay. And then on a uh, Glenn Martin DDS, you were Steve-O from Jackass. So, so was it difficult? I mean, that you're two characters deep at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, playing Steve-O from Jackass is sort of just a, <laughs> a just double one. dip, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, I feel a little sheepish to say it, but. So this all started as like a satirical takedown of doing degrading shit to just scrape by and, and make your place in the world. But people loved it so much. And we actually did make a ton of money that I sold out the right word. Like it kind of <laughs> became like my real job. Like it started as this protest piece. And then I was like, wow, man, we are making bank. Um, so, I mean... I did immerse myself in the character, but like, I can't complain. Like, aside from the horribly painful, disgusting stunts I had to do, I mean, and the voice, God, uh, the, uh, I mean, hugely popular and, uh, super rich now. So that's, that's the thing. Like, I'm really torn. I um, once saw you on a episode of Blind Date with Roger Lodge and, I have to say it was your best performance. Like you were like super into the girl and you were like, Oh yeah, this date's going so well. Like, let's go back to my place. And the girl was like, you know, and I was just like, Oh my God, this is the best performance I've ever seen. Yeah. That was actually all real. I I was still oh. doing the voice, but that was me. Like oh, I wasn't, yeah. I was way into it, but, uh, Oh, bummer. Yeah. I'm sorry to bring it up. Well, you know, you take your lumps, but... So it says you're on America's Next Top Model, and also says you're on, we're on Germany's Next Top Model? <laughs> on this Wikipedia thing on this strange machine called a computer? Oh, yeah, I told him what the... I was. I kept calling this thing a computer before we started recording. Like, I was talking out loud a lot, so that's why he knows the strange machine is called a computer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you were on both... America's and Germany's next top model. Uh, were, were you just like a guest there or were you competing? Uh, well, they told me I was going to be a model, but no, they didn't end up letting me compete. Uh, I was only on one episode of the America's next top model and I was only on one episode of the Germany one. Like they tricked me twice and you are not going to see me on any more top model shows. <laughs> okay. Um, and also, Okay, well, I thought you wanted to get onto the podcast. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. It says 2006, Love Island, and then it says Love Island 2005 TV series. What is a TV? (laughs) I'll tell you during the break. Um, (laughs) Why don't we take a break, and then we'll talk. I'll tell uh, Brahms here about what a television is, and uh, then we'll come back and talk about this podcast. I'll also explain to him what a podcast is while we're on break. Okay, we'll be right back. Hello, people. Ladies, do you ever just stop and think, why are all the good ones taken? Movies, that is. The only good movies are taken 1, 2, and 3, and that's the good TV show, too. But also, 
Some of the best men are taken, like my number one crush Mark Fox. You can stalk him on twitter.com at spunkyfoonrism. Just remember he is mine though. The other person I'm stalking is a bodacious babe by the name of Anastasia Vigo. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out and you live in San Francisco, drop what you're doing and get your ass to Endgame's improv and see her show. It's lit tonight. I think there were enough podcasts or wonderful plugs done at the beginning of the show by some ugly idiot so I won't do any here out of protest. So the, we want to thank the murderators. Yes, the murderators. Right. Georgia um, made that up earlier. I was really proud. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ari and Alex are our, ma- our main murderators, and they are fucking killing it. They're the OG murderators. They are. Yeah, original, from the beginning. Yeah, original mm-hmm. murderator night stalker. <laughs> Elena, Jesse, and Kristen. But Kristen. with an A-N. I just want to make Kristen. Kristen? Kristen. But, you, but you're all fucking... I love that it's all women. I love that it's fucking. And I think some of the second phase murderators are European. Right. So they're like around the clock up on it. Yeah. I think one might be in Australia. Right. And I think one might be in. Let's. I imagine her um, somewhere in Scandinavia. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, and then then there's in a also... lighthouse in Greenland. <laughs> she's just she only has a she has to ride a bike to get internet connection, <laughs> like a stationary bike. She's just like doing it. She's Thank just... you so much, girl. She's what a great a sacrifice. shape now yeah. that she's found us. Um, there's calves. also besides the shirt, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people on the Facebook page that are making like that are just going off yes the crafts rails and making their own crafts, which murder is, crafts. We love. There's a girl who's making cross stitch of. Like, which I love when cross stitches, I have one that says, um, bitch, please, with yes. like flowers coming out of Hilarious. it. Like, I love it. So this week, Steve-O, Lizzie Borden, and I listened to My Favorite Murder, episode 18, featuring Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. Um, I did play the podcast here in the house earlier, uh, but Brahms said he didn't like listening to it, and he went, went to other rooms, uh, other walls while I did that. <laughs> you don't like podcasts? No. Podcasts are stupid. No, oh, shut up! Wow, shut up! Terrible. No, you you're not allowed to say that. I'm Stop wasting it. Time doing this. Yeah, no wonder you got locked up in the wall. Oh my god! What a bad boy! I'm starting to feel like I was mean to animals before. <laughs> what? I'm getting so pissed off. I think I wet the bed before. Oh, Greg is turning into a serial killer. Oh, I'm hulking out. Uh, but My Favorite Murder is a show where uh, Karen and Georgia will talk about their week, and then they will uh, say how great it is that everybody listens, and then they will uh, talk about murderers that they've read about during the week. Um, and Georgia is a TV personality, I think. I think she like hosts a TV show. And uh, Karen mm-hmm. is a stand-up comic. Yeah, so that's My Favorite Murder. Brahms, I was wondering, what's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, what do you love to sing? I love, like, singing Trinkle Tick Little Star. 
<laughs> oh, okay. It's the only song I know. <laughs> oh, well, let me get let me get a little bar. Let me get a couple bars of that. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, are. stop, stop. I don't have the rights. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. That that was really good, though. Thank you for sharing. No, stop. You're gonna get me sued. I really care about copyright on this podcast. Um, Steve-O, I guess. I guess the karaoke didn't really exist for Lizzie. Well, for me, it really depends on if I'm like at home in my private, like if I'm in character or not. Basically, if I'm in character, I can pretty much only do Tom Waits because that voice. Uh, not a lot of songs in that register. Yeah, but and if you do one of your own rap songs, people are like, "Oh, come on." You can't do oh, your they're own not song even available on the carry on the jukebox. Oh, okay. I am not very popular, but as a rapper. But oh, I uh, wonder why. But yeah, at home I like to do the Bee Gees. The just I'm the Bee Gees? just to sort of the Bee Gees. Yeah, just that super falsetto, high pitch voice. Oh. Um, yeah, just for the change of pace, really. Mm-hmm. I meant the Bee Gees as in uh, the one show where they used to play at Christmas. It was like the vegetable people. The, the veggie, veggie tales. <laughs> it must be hard to hear it in the wall. You can't yeah. hear. I know. Uh, they. My parents used to have these friends come over with their children, and they would play weird veggie tales. Yeah. And uh, it would have like a mm. biblical message in there, and you'd be like, oh. "Yeah, no, that's yeah. all coded Christian uh, <laughs> propaganda." Um, I do think that tomato died for our sins, though. Lizzie, how? I guess you've never done any karaoke, huh? No, but I know all of the words to Bang Your Head by Quiet Riot. <laughs> um, I also like, uh, you know, if I'm going for something a little more dancey, I like that song, Heart in My Heart. Uh, it's like an 80s song. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I I would sing those if I could, but like, you know, my I I'm not like able to really go out to karaoke. Yeah. So you just have to hope that... <laughs> whatever family moves into your house that you haunt, bring a karaoke machine with them. Right. And they, they never have. And it's very disappointing. <laughs> I keep hoping. Steve, when did you have your last whiskey? I'm straight edge. So I have honestly never had whiskey. I mean, I've like swished it around in my mouth for like TV shows and stuff to make it look like I'm drinking, but I always spit it out. So I've, I've never had whiskey. Oh man, you're blowing my mind here. Oh, you know what? Yeah. We, we didn't even mention this for that last that last question, but you actually hosted a show called Killer Karaoke for two years. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I've been on a lot of shows. <laughs> uh, so many of these questions don't make sense when you're when you're uh, a, a Victorian babe, you know. Uh, yeah, um, but you know, I actually drink whiskey every day secretly. So my last whiskey was June first, nineteen twenty-seven, the day I died. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, you know, I was kind of like a tougher, independent woman. So I would go for whiskey secretly. Obviously, I didn't want anyone knowing. But because you were classy, because I was a classy, uh, high class lady. Couldn't you just get a bottle and have it at your house, and you could drink it whenever you wanted? Nobody would know. Yeah, but you know, I would have to. Tell the maid, like, oh, yes, please go buy a bottle of whiskey for guests, you know, <laughs> and then we'd run out, and, of course, no guests ever came. 
Was it hard to get people to come over because of the whole axe murder thing? Yeah, I mean, people mostly came over because I paid them. Mm. Like, my maid and, you know, other other students. Investigators came over. You could drink whiskey with them. Yeah, oh, that, darn it. <laughs> I wish I'd <laughs> thought of that back then. Roms, I noticed earlier uh, I, I was enjoying a, a big... 40 ounce uh, Smirnoff ice I got it at the 7-Eleven that I brought here. And then I saw like uh, three quarters of it was gone after I went to the bathroom. Were you, were you drinking my uh, delicious beverage? Yeah. That may be why I haven't killed you yet. Oh, you're a little tipsy, huh? Yep. <laughs> Have you ever had whiskey? No. I Just that one. I alcohol. <laughs> Did you know it was alcohol when you started drinking no, it? No, I thought it was uh, grape juice. Oh, okay. That's weird because it was white. Yeah, I'm not very smart. <laughs> Are you colorblind? You don't know what a grape juice looks oh, like. Well, I couldn't well, see the glass. True. And the glass was like dark. Oh yeah, I, I was drinking it out of my Oscar the Grouch glass, which is blue. Um, so maybe you thought it just appeared. It just appeared to look. Different. Uh-huh. It was like filled to the rim, so I didn't know if it was a glass color or. Mm-hmm. I brought my own glass to this <laughs> this house. Wouldn't you if you were house sitting? I guess so. You'd bring a whole. Yeah, I would. Setup. I mean, it, yeah, these questions are hard to ask you too because you always have always lived in a wall. Yeah. Have you ever done yeah, have any you seen a grape before? No, I've never done any hitchhiking. <laughs> never done any hitchhiking. Did, have uh, you ever seen a grape? Uh yeah, actually, as food. Okay. But not grape juice. I have seen grape juice. You have? Yes. My mother and father get, got it for me. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Like for your birthday? No, like every day. I'll say <laughs> Why is this so funny? <laughs> that's just a dumb question. <laughs> um, you know, I always, I always thought hitchhiking looked cool. But, yeah, but I it, obviously never did it. Right. Well, back in your day, you would just like, I guess people would, could still hitchhike. You would just try to get up on somebody's carriage or whatever. Yeah, just be like, sir, please take me in your buggy to town or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah I, I always thought, you know, gosh, it's so cool to see these kids who just uh, travel from town to town and you know, have no care in the world, but um, but I just stayed in my house. Riding the rails was big back then. Maybe that was the pre-car hitchhiking? For sure. Definitely. Riding the rails, you know. But not something a, a, a fine, classy lady could do. Classy. Heavens, no. Brahms, you got a problem, bro? No. What is going on? No. Well, are you just are mad you because... challenge me? No, it's just a uh, murderer isn't classy. Well, it I think can he's, be, but I think he's pissed off that you actually murderer. got to murder your parents, whereas his just snuck away and committed suicide. They didn't sneak away. I knew what they were doing. I like basically forced them to. Why? Um. Why do people murder people? So is that how you're going to try to murder me by oh, making no. me uh, go? You seem too carefree. That's true. I'm a if very. If you're happy able guy. to get. Someone to murder themselves, yeah. Instead of you murdering them, that's more of an accomplishment uh-huh. than just murdering someone. 
I'll murder myself, must, no problem. I must uh, disagree. I feel like really getting that physical, you know, tangible sensation of like putting an axe through someone's skull, that is just so gratifying. You well, really anyone can just like pick up an axe and stab someone with. But you have to be like smart and stuff like that to mentally destroy someone. Oh jeez. It seems like we have like two different philosophies here. That's what's going on. One's uh like yeah murder that's like all physical and stuff. Uh-huh. And the one just like like a horror movie killer. Mm-hmm. I also love to wrestle. <laughs> yeah. You're a big wrestler? I love it. I mean me and my Andy Kaufman, a big hero of mine, was also a wrestler. Wow. And he would wrestle women, so Yeah, you would love them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish I'd been alive. So the lady on the set, um at one point there was a woman uh that was described in a newspaper as housewife and bowling expert. Uh if the same reporter was describing you, what would they say, uh, Lizzie? They would probably say axe murder and world-renowned lace maker. What maker? Okay. What maker? Uh, lace maker. Lace. I made the best lace. And every lady who's worth her weight in class uh, is really the best. Uh, her weight class? Like wrestling? <laughs> no. It's a, a classy lady. Every lady in your weight class. I, I get it. You got if if you are well bred, you must know how to make lace. Hey, Greg, are you well bred? Am I well bred? Yeah. Um. You know let's to... let's just say I've got three kids, buddy. That's not what we meant. But uh, hey, Stevie, are you well bred? <laughs> Stevie? Yes. Steve E. Did you ever That's think Dr. about Doctor O? Yeah, Doctor O to you. Uh, Steve O. Did you ever think about like Steve A, Steve I? Steve I did. <laughs> I it was a long time ago. My Stevie. actual last name is doesn't even begin with O. So I do not remember why I uh chose O. Steve O. <laughs> well the best nicknames are always given to you by someone else. Maybe somebody else Cheerios. came up with it. I'm gonna call you Cherio from now on. Well you shouldn't. You should call him his name. Okay, so Your last know. name is Glover, and a G kind of looks like an O, a capital G, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, not complete. Yeah. Well, Steve G doesn't doesn't really ring the same way. Right. And I do like Cheerios. That could very <laughs> well be what it was. We would eat a lot of Cheerios when we were talking about our performance art careers back in grad school. How about you, Brahms? What, what would they, how would they describe you? Uh, arsonist, murder... No, you only get two. Stop trying to think of a third one. Okay. Arsonist and murderer. Yep. Huh. Well, it seems like they kind of threw a hobby into that other one. Do you have any hobbies? Uh, what do you mean? You know, like... Oh, yeah. I like to scare people that come here and possibly <laughs> murder them. Okay, you're just a big murder guy. You yeah. love murder. Uh, well, I don't have any other job. Do you believe in the death penalty, Steve-O? I kind of waver on it um, depending on the last episode of my favorite murder that I've listened to. (laughs) (laughs) They are very, very pro-death penalty it seems like. It's funny, yeah. They they kind of... I feel like they 
always just go with what the most sympathetic position is. So if they ever did an episode about somebody who was wrongfully imprisoned, they would go 100% for like, this is why we don't have the death penalty, because the chance you'd kill somebody innocent is not worth killing all these guilty people. And like, I, I think they're just very volatile emotionally. But, uh, but yeah, pretty much depending on how mad they are at the most recent murderer is, uh, is, is roughly what my opinion is. Yeah, yeah. Georgia always seems like she's really for locking up people forever. And I think in a lot of cases, yes, it's important, you know, if someone does a violent crime that they're not, that they get a long enough sentence that they're not allowed to repeat it, obviously. But that being said, she often says things where I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. this is very harsh, uh, like if if they talk about someone being rehabilitated and she's like, no, no one's ever rehabilitated, and it's like, well, some people are. What's rehabilitated? <laughs> yeah. Well, that yeah, that means like they're no longer a criminal; they can oh. get out of jail and it'll be safe for everybody. Oh well, I think on the death penalty and like something like that. Death penalty, they took a life. They should also like give a life. <laughs> oh okay. But well, you're really pro like death anyway. Yeah. You think like, everybody should, should be get murdered. <laughs> oh, okay. I should be. But... but you think everyone should be murdered. Yeah. Okay. Well, that way if you kill more than one person, you're guaranteed to come out ahead because you can only give one life. Yeah. So if you take two and give one, then you're ahead by one. Mm-hmm. Or unless you're like, okay, so I killed two people, I got to kill another person just to even things oh, out. Oh, yeah. And but then you're always like one ahead. Yeah. Like you're stuck. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to make anybody fight here. I, I'm not trying to I like, fight. like get anybody angry, but I'm just saying, who here do you think could get stabbed in the face the most times and still live? Uh, who has the bigger face, really? Oh, the biggest face. That's me, hands down. So you could be stabbed in the face more. Who has a smaller brain? I've been stabbed a lot down. of times. You've been stabbed a lot? In the face? Yeah. Oh, everywhere. That's in the face, pretty much that's my job. Well, I mean, some of them have been in the face, but just sort of my past track record, I've been stabbed a lot everywhere, and I'm still alive, so yeah, I, I feel, pretty, be... feel pretty good about this. How many times have you been stabbed in the face? I feel like I would never be stabbed in the face. I Someone would try, but I am so good with, like knives and axes and sharp objects. I just, I have skills, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm not People would try, and I would, you know, uh, disarm them pretty quickly. Do you always keep an axe on you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a little one in my boot. I have one <laughs> on my uh, hip hol- holster, you know. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll just hold one in my hand just for comfort. <laughs> Do you have, like, katanas on your back? Oh, I, d- I did make a really cool strap that, put, you know, puts the axe kind of upside down on my back so I could like grab it when I needed it but you know, it was it was a work in progress by the time I died That's Did you cool. sleep with an axe under your pillow for protection? Oh yeah, I had one under my pillow. I actually hugged one while I slept. <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining a little tiny axe in your boot. Like what would you use that for? If I just It'd be really cute, chop- but if, if I, like, 
wanted to chop up a carrot real quick if I <laughs> a, a twig was in my way. Instead of having a, a butter knife to like, cut up your food, just use a tiny little axe. Yeah. Chop, chop, chop. Yeah, someone yeah. wants to butter their scone. <laughs> there aren't enough tiny axes out there. Or you can just, like, throw it. True. Or like They are incredibly cute, I have to say. Imagine like, a gun shooting out many throwing axes. axes. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, tiny bullet size, and they just spin at you. Okay, I'm imagining now what? Now. That is one of the most adorable things I've ever thought about. <laughs> and just, what kind of damage would it do? Um, it'd probably kill somebody. Yeah, it probably could. Like, speed of a bullet and sharpness of an axe. I So far, everyone has uh, said, like, how they would do it. Like, how about you? How how many stabs do you think you could take to the face, Brahms? To the face? Well, I do have the ceramic max- mask on. <laughs> oh, true. I didn't even mention that. You're wearing a creepy ceramic mask, like a, like a porcelain doll Jason. Yeah. And it's, uh, I'd probably take a few before it even broke. True. So, I guess we'll never know, unless we all decide to, uh, maybe we could make some kind of a stabbing machine, and then we step in front of it, and see who who, who gets it. <laughs> I guess we don't really have to do that, it's okay if yeah, we don't really know. Yeah, except for you, Greggy, we should have learned about Greggy. Oh, here's a good question. Who's the creepiest kid you know? Uh, for uh, me, I'm going to have to say Brahms. Uh, I, I would have to say that as well. You agree you're the creepiest kid? Yeah. Are there any other kids in these walls, by the way? Um, There's a ghost, some children, but... Oh, okay. They won't mess with you much. And unless you find their dolls, then they will kill you. Where are those dolls? You, um... They're totally not underneath your bed. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm free to look under there with no problems. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know any creepy kids? I I was a creepy kid, but since then I didn't really know any kids. Like, as an adult, I didn't have kids. I didn't really spend time with kids, you know? Yeah, I pretty much avoid kids. I think they're all creepy. Oh, geez. So are you both, like, uh, anti-breeders? You're, like, no kids ever? Yeah, I think uh, the population has gotten way too big, and uh, people need to have less kids. I mean, I don't think I could breed after all the scrotum, <laughs> scrotum damage I've done, but I don't know. I don't really see the point. Yeah, that would be difficult. Like, how, what? how's your scrotum doing right now? Uh, well, uh, not to be too gross, but sperm just sort of leaks out of it. I mean, well, mine does that too. Riddled with holes, right? <laughs> but it just sort of leaks out the bottom <laughs> oh, okay. from all the staple holes. Yeah, not Are in not in the normal way. Restaple mm-hmm. it. Well, you can't staple a hole shut. That no, really I mean work. like right. does the staple fall out and it like it's not stapled to your leg anymore, so you have to restaple it to your leg. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, only you... it was only there for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I was about that. Are you trying to keep your scrotum on your leg all the time? It was it was for a particular task that I had to do, so uh, no, I don't need to keep it there anymore. Uh, <laughs> but it does still have a lot of staple holes. Uh, are we normal, you guys? No. I think I'm normal. I think you're stupid. So long as I'm you totally never normal. tell anyone about the stuff I was doing before the show started, then I'll be <laughs> yeah. always be normal. I'm pretty abnormal. 
I think most people do not live in walls, though. <laughs> She's got you there. But for people who live in walls, maybe yeah, maybe Brahms definitely. is normal. Right. In the wall community. So all my friends. <laughs> do you communicate with people who live in walls elsewhere? Or... Uh, no, we don't really have phone. Well, I don't. I'm pretty sure there are some people who would do that. I but bet I don't. there's a wall community online. Oh, and they shut you out? In. Well, I don't. I didn't know what a computer was till today. Yeah, maybe you should get on r slash wall people, and uh, you know, find your find your community out there. Maybe then you won't want to murder all the time anymore. What's uh? Or they could give you uh tips on how to murder better. Yeah, I uh, only know yeah, slash cyber bully you and slash of the knife. What is r slash wall people? Oh, I'm sorry. I I meant the the website Reddit. I forgot what is you would a website? only. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. You're better um... off not knowing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that brings us to the end of my uh, questions, and on podcasts are wonderful. When we get to the end of the questions, it's time for ratings. We all know podcasts are the best, so let's rate this show from one to ten. But don't go too low when you rate, my friend, because then wonderful wouldn't make much sense. It's ratings. We rate podcasts on one to ten scale, where one is the worst I and ten is the best. I never listened to this, so I had to keep it like shut up. A ten just to be okay. On the safe yes, side. yes, yes. Good, but wait until your turn. Although I should one is the worst. Zero on the safe side, so I don't. Boost zero isn't already. even a choice. Like so, one. No, stop. Uh, you you haven't you haven't listened. Just hear me out. Okay. We rate them on a one to ten scale, where one is the worst and ten is the best. However, podcasts are really really good. It's like. Listening to a fresh podcast is like that thrill you get when you murder somebody, when you sink that axe into your father's face. Um, oh, it's, it's wonderful. So we rate podcasts, you know, we stick to the eights, nines, and tens. Uh, so Brahms, we'll go ahead and check with you. Um, uh, please don't ten, piss me off. Ten is an option. I'm going to have to go with the seven. That's not one of the options. We stick to the eights, nines, and tens. Well, I like to piss people off. It's like my job. Uh, if you if you say seven, I'm not gonna let you murder me. Are you gonna have a choice? Yeah, I'll just leave, and you'll have and to. I'll follow you. You'll have to send someone else a letter. You you're not gonna leave this house. Don't even joke. I can. You'll have to send I someone will. else a letter, and you won't be able to eat until they come here and make a meal for your doll. Well, no one in the house. I can easily get out of my room and. Well then, why do you make people come and care for you? I assumed you didn't Just know how order to order delivery. Oh uh, well, I'm fine. I'm gonna have to go with the ten. Thank you. And what is delivery? Was that so hard? And ordering? Uh, yes, oh, it was shut very up. hard. Oh god, I'm sick of this. Don't know anything, guy. Uh, <laughs> I have a child that never went to school. Steve, what would you give my favorite murder? And if you, if there's anything you wanted to say about my favorite murder, we could talk about it now. Uh, I just didn't ask uh, Brahms here because he didn't actually listen. I'm a pretty big fan of the show, honestly. So I, uh, the early episodes, I think, were fun in a way. And this is one of the earlier episodes where they're still kind of learning about podcasting. And it's kind of cool because they're, you know, they're both TV personalities and like fairly, you know, in the entertainment business, they're 
pretty well established, but they're new to podcasting and they're not, it's not like Katie Couric going to join a studio and having engineers and all that stuff. Like they really are just figuring it out the same way that I would if I had to, if I tried to start a podcast at home. So I like that part of it um, and all their screw ups and the learning on the job. So I, I like that part. Um, recently though, I feel like the episodes sort of indulged that a little, they should know how to do it by now. And so they indulged that a little too much. Um, but yeah, these murders were really gruesome. One of them wasn't a murder. The lady survived, but, uh, yeah, they were really like gross and terrible. So I'm going to give it a 10. <laughs> Great. Uh, how about you, Lizzie? What do you think? I'm going to have to agree with Steve-O. I think this episode was really fun. The murders were really interesting. Like both stories, I was just like captivated by. And, um, and I just think they're fun and funny and, both ladies, um, you know, I I really just like their rapport with each other. It makes me feel like I'm just listening to friends talk about murder, you know, and and I love murder. Everyone knows that I love it. So uh, I'm gonna go ha- go ahead and have to give it a ten. Okay. What do you give it, Greggy? Uh, first of all, I just wanted to ask: uh, Is the leather couch still in the new episodes? No. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah. I gave up on my favorite mur- murder at one point because, like, the squeaky leather couch just drove me so crazy. I couldn't get it out of my head. Like, that was all I could hear. Yeah, that's why I got you in a, in a... Well, you weren't here last week, but last week, the person that was on the show was sitting on a very squeaky chair, and they kept making a lot of noise. Um, So I got you a wood chair this time. You hate a noisy chair. Yeah, noisy chairs are the worst, especially in podcasts. I don't know. I, I don't want to be super negative because I do think it is a fun show. I see why people enjoy it. Um, I think it's kind of not for me, but uh, I'm going to give it an eight just because I don't really listen to this show that much. But I, I definitely like there, there's no judgment. I, this isn't like a one where I'm like, I'm giving it an eight, but actually I think it sucks. Uh, I, I definitely see why people listen to it, what what they enjoy about it. Yeah, I'm just not a, a huge murder guy. I like that show. Uh, eh, I don't have to go into it all, all of it. Um, last podcast on the left. I listen to that oh, one. Oh yeah. Uh, I I definitely enjoy like the weird, crazy, supernatural stuff better than like stories about murderers. But I, I like all of it pretty much. That's funny. I listened to that one and I've skipped every one that was on supernatural stuff because oh, okay. I'm only interested in like the cults and the true crime and all of that. <laughs> but. Oh yeah, that one's definitely funny. The cults are super, super interesting too. Yeah, yeah, I listen to that one too, and uh, I pretty much skip all the alien stuff. (laughs) But I love the the cults and the um, the murders, and I like some of the ghost stuff they talk about. But I can't take the aliens. Yeah, no offense, Lizzie, but I don't believe in ghosts. (laughs) Well, I I'm here talking to you right now, so you better believe it. Well, I get why you would like the ghost episodes then, but for me, it's just, I don't know. I'm not, it's not my thing. <laughs> Too outlandish. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for being on the show, everybody. Boy, uh, classy woman outlandish. Wow, Greggy. I am a lady, and you do not you. speak to a lady that way. I, I Wait, what's that behind your back, Lizzie? A little something for later. <laughs> oh, no, it's a tiny axe. 
Oh, now he's stabbing me. Let's see how many times you can take it to the face. Oh, one, I guess. Oh, Lizzie, actually, I've got this bonsai tree, and I've been meaning to chop it down, but all my axes are too big. Oh, yeah. Do you want to borrow a tiny axe? That would really help me out, because this is it's been on the top of my to-do list for a while.